to a martial arts movie podcast. Ha-ha! I threw that shit before I walked in the room! Yeah! Featuring drunken Thai boxer, Will. Too bad you will die. The also drunken wrestler, Mark. I said I don't want trouble! And drunken karate master, Zero. You've lost your boss. And now, Paul, 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 I don't come you know, baby. Fists of fail. Zero. You r- yes. Remember how much I don't like superhero movies? I do. Yeah. Wow. And we're reviewing one. Tonight. And we're reviewing one today. Why is that? Why are we reviewing Shang Chi and the Ten Rings? Not because it's not just because it's a new movie and the algorithms favor something like that. Uh, but no, it's a martial arts movie. Yay! Yep. It is a Marvel martial arts movie, something that I didn't think would happen. I didn't even realize that uh, Shang-Chi was a Marvel character or a, a character in general. So the fact that we're getting one is kind of interesting. You know, yeah. after all these years of Marvel movies, mainly white men (laughs) (laughs) and black panther that's it and black panther yeah yeah yeah, it's cool it's cool that they're diversifying i get it they can't do it right away Mm -hmm. i'm perfectly understanding of that so we're in phase i don't know phase 12 phase 4 phase 6 now you know they're they're finally catering to uh us asians uh yeah oh man that that's a rough statement for me to have to work with because uh i i'm I'm all for representation, obviously, right? Especially, I mean, if you guys are watching, you can tell that the two of us would love some more Asian representation in Hollywood films. Um, but uh, I'm not a fan of superhero movies, especially not after the glut of superhero movies that we had in the prior to COVID. Uh, I mean, COVID obviously slowed things down. Um, they filmed this movie during COVID, so... Uh, I mean, that kind of explains why like it, it's finally coming out now. Um, but yeah, I just I haven't seen a superhero movie since like Doctor Strange. And that's because I was already feeling the superhero fatigue at the time. And um, I, I want to... You don't have to watch them. Yeah, you're right. You're absolutely right. And I don't. I don't watch those yeah. movies. I, <laughs> I, I, I almost refuse to watch any Marvel or DC movie because they're just generally speaking they're very safe films they're not bad films i don't think of any of these moves are bad with a few exceptions um they're generally pretty milk toast experiences they're like oh that was a good movie it but it literally felt like a template yeah they're they're good for the summer blockbuster it makes yeah. sense they like you said they are down the kind of down the middle kind of safe but it entertains the masses. I'm I'm fine with that. But yep. I have a similar sentiment where I have been feeling superhero fatigue for quite a while. Mm-hmm. But I still watch the movies because they are kind of safe. And at least when I go and watching it, I I'm not expecting that my time has been completely wasted. <laughs> well, that's where our opinions differ. Uh, I feel like it has been wasted because yeah, I'm not a superhero person. Oh, other sorry. I I feel like it has been wasted because I don't find these movies engaging anymore. Especially since they do feel very much like they're following a template approach. Um, I mean, like it's it works fine once, and then after a certain point, like, okay, it feels like almost the same movie. In terms of uh, 
some of the way that these things are written. And you can definitely listen to other video essays. Other people talk about like how much people don't like, uh, like the problems with uh, these current superhero movies. That's not what I want to do. Uh, I think though those people do it much better and they do it, uh, explain a much deeper depth and dive into it more. Um, but the reason why I think we should talk about today's movie is because it's marketed as a strictly or like primarily a martial arts mo movie or a movie for the fans. Right. And, um, I don't know. I, f I feel like, uh, it has just the right amount of martial arts uh that would qualify but i mean you remember the winter soldier right i think some of the fight choreography in that was better than this right do you, do you remember that particular fight between uh bucky you're thinking and... of one particular fight compared yeah. to the large large list of fights <laughs> fight true. scenes that, that I is gave true you. this movie if you're gonna say that this movie is not a martial arts movie oh i'm not saying that. Sorry, on sorry. the uh amount of fighting there is then i don't know what a martial arts movie okay is, okay there's a lot of fighting <laughs> there is there is um okay uh, let me let me let me backpedal because i don't think i meant to say that this is not a martial arts movie um it is it definitely is uh but compare like i mean i wouldn't say it's the first superhero movie that uses martial arts or could be borderline martial arts right because the previous movies in the mcu uh have used a lot of martial arts, especially but, any movie with Captain America. Yeah, right? I mean, they you kind of have to whenever there's grounded fighting. Yeah. But those, I feel the majority of the Marvel movies are action films with mm, right. some fight scenes in it. This is a martial arts movie that happens to have that Marvel action spectacle in the end. Yeah, yeah. Well... I mean, with that said, there is a lot of fighting, and I still think that, yes, it, this is a martial arts film, um, but in terms of, like, the quality of the martial arts, it's just, like, it just I wouldn't say it's, like, the first, like, strictly martial arts movie uh, in the Marvel Universe, especially since it's been a while since I watched a Marvel movie, and I still consider some of the earlier films, like, borderline martial arts movies, because especially with the ones that are the more grounded superheroes, like Captain America, um... Or even, yeah, I wouldn't call it, maybe Black Panther, maybe. I don't know, because there's not many um, supernatural elements in that movie either. Anyways, I'm getting a little off topic. We'll talk about Shang-Chi. Uh, the movie's pretty good. I mean, I, like I said, like at the worst, the movies can usually be just mediocre. They're not specifically... This movie's not specifically bad um, in any particular way. I think the script itself is just okay, I guess. Um, it can kind of be kind of cheesy at times because it's following the comic book formula. Um, but yeah, I, I think the movie's just pretty safe all in all. Zero. I don't know if you you agree. Uh, I actually liked this movie. Hmm. I liked it not for being a superhero movie, and surprisingly not because of the action. I quite enjoyed the family drama stuff going on. Hmm. I thought that was much more interesting for me. And as a martial arts fan, the fact that they had, uh, I guess, higher quality Hollywood action uh, wasn't just like an additional selling point for me. Mm. So the Hollywood action is actually a selling point for you then? Is, uh, you mean the actual choreography or you mean all, all the particular things that make it a 
very Marvel style action film? Um, well, I think in terms of the fights and the action, this is better from what I've seen in Hollywood. Not the best. I'm not saying it's the best. And obviously, other uh, actors and stunt choreographers and directors have done stuff that I think is better than this movie. But considering this is a Marvel film and it's easy to cheat a lot of things with CGI and their budget, I'm glad that a lot of it is grounded. And they're the actors like uh, Simu Liu, who you know portrays our titular character, he put in a lot of work to make sure he was able to perform these fights because he is not a masked character. He's not a masked superhero. Yeah. So anytime they're going to hide him, they need to use digital trickery or they need to film him from above. Mm-hmm. And thankfully, for the most part, he's doing a lot of the this, this fights himself. Absolutely. However, we forget that we live in the day, the age of Mar- well, Disney owning well, or just having so much money and owning so much uh, technology that they can literally digitally impose anyone's face on a stunt person. Oh yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. So I mean, I, I but I mean, according to the production uh, uh, trivia out there, uh, Simulu really did do a lot of his own work when he wasn't uh, back home filming Kim's Convenience. <laughs> um, but no, yeah, I actually saw some of the test footage that was that he was in. I actually like everything from the test footage more than any of the fights in this movie because you know it's it's far more grounded and and that's not to, to say negative about the movie it just like i just generally like more grounded camera work um and just grounded everything honestly because the the more bombastic and more shit is just flying on the screen the more i believe that everything's just in a in a computer somewhere <laughs> yeah. I, no, uh, I, yeah. I I completely understand it. I have similar sentiments as well. I think though that if you're gonna if you know every Marvel movie is gonna have CGI, like yeah. you can't. It's so you can't you can't go into it expecting everything to be done in camera because they, it's just not possible. Yeah. But yeah. for certain sequences like the bus fight, which is one that's just heavily advertised in the commercials and whatnot, they built a big bus that's real. It's just yeah. the it's just the background that is digital, and right. then some of the things where he's like on top of the bus and whatnot, those are obviously mm-hmm. fake. Um, fuck, yeah. what a, well, well, keep and, going. And I forgot what. I was sure, no, no, it's fine. Uh, like uh, going with what you're saying, uh, with the idea that some some set pieces they need to be digital, right? Of course, yes. like bus exploding and and being cut in half and people diving through it, and like oh, okay, that makes sense. You could do that practically, be incredibly dangerous. Um, but then there's other other sets where I feel like uh, I don't know some of this could have should have could have been a little bit more on the practical side, right? So when they're on the side of a building, there's scaffolding everywhere. Mm. Uh, this is in Macau. Uh, some of the movement, I mean, some a lot of the movement looks like the actual performers are just doing it. And sometimes the the actors performers are swinging and sliding around, and that all of all of it looks like digital. Like the, those yeah, movements are yeah. too fast. I'm like that could have been a real person. That should have been a real person because as soon as it becomes digital, I'm like, uh, it takes me out of the action. And like I was saying, like it's always more impressive when you can see an actual performer doing the stunts versus just a whole bunch of things in a computer being rendered out for you. Yeah. Um, 
But yeah, go on. I, I oh, have so, one thing to rebut my own point, but go on. Right. Oh, so I remembered what I was going to say now. So I got to see this uh, in the theaters. And unfortunately, well, I, everyone saw it in the theaters, but I got free screening. And, but unfortunately, I had to sit very close <laughs> to the screen. And oh boy, my peripherals were filled with imagery. I adjusted, thankfully, because that could have been like a just a like a headache-inducing nightmare. But one of the things I guess that I noticed for from sitting too close is I could very clearly see when anything was digital because mm. when you look up close, if you have an eye for it, you can tell when pixels do not look correct. Right. I could tell when they were not using face swap and there was actually stunt doubles because mm, they mm. you can see oh that's not the actor that's somebody else yeah. so right, that right. was that was something interesting from my perspective even though it was a hindrance at first because i was just sitting there like oh my god this is this is too much <laughs> uh you're like am i getting tunnel vision or is aquafina not real it turns <laughs> out she's not even a person in the movie uh uh, speaking of stunt doubles, uh, one of the performers uh, in the Marshall Club is the stunt person for, um, well, just one of the stunt people in general. Uh, I think he's, he's he's the one behind the mask, right? Yeah, uh, he like, is. I guess on uh, IMDb, he's called the Death Dealer. He's mm. where he's a blue ninja. He has the Peking Opera face mask, yep. and he actually gets his own fight with yeah. Uh, I would Yu. say that's probably my best, my favorite fight from the movie. It's yeah. very, it's a little short, isn't it? If I'm wondering, it's very recall. short. But mm. in terms of just fighting, two people fighting, yep. going at it, longer bouts of choreography, not as much editing. Yeah, yeah that's yep. probably the best one. I would say yeah. so as well. If if you were coming from from a standpoint like the way that we would analyze a movie and well a fight scene and want something like that. That's actually the closest fight we can get to something like that. Um, and outside of that, yeah, I feel like majority of the film is kind of like a CG. I would, I was, I was gonna say mess, and I don't know how to <laughs> take one step back from that. But yeah, there's a lot of CG in the movies, and that's what I was gonna say. Um, uh, to rebut my own point from earlier, uh, I mean, one CG is just indicative of these Marvel movies now, like you. It's just part of their style, you know, uh, the yeah. way that these movies are made. Call them formulaic if you want, but that's just kind of kind of how it is. But also, I, they're filming during COVID. I can actually give it a little bit more of a pass because of that, because like they're working with a lot of constraints already, yeah. and in order to fill out the screen, in order to fill out for time, like they just you know like, eh, just do everything in computer. So I get it. I kind of prefer it if it wasn't that case. Uh, because uh, if it's marketed as a martial arts movie, I'm like, oh, I kind of just want to see the martial arts. Like, and, and that, that leads me to my next point, which is uh, it's not so much the CG, which I can kind of get by. It's the uh, the camera work. It's the digital camera work I'm not a fan of. Um, most of the camera work is not actual, an actual camera. It's, uh, you know, all the, the camera work is done, you know, in, in post uh I, i'm imagining a lot of these things are happening on screen sometimes are not even really there it's just someone on a blue screen and they're just rotating him in a 3d environment so the camera moves a little too fluidly to the point where it's like the camera is the action versus the 
character movement, which is, should be the focus of the action. Do you do you follow what I'm saying? Like, I feel like that's some sometimes I the do. camera will be moving. I'm, yeah, you're, I you're mean, too focused on the camera movement. Right. Um, I'm, and you can correct me if I'm wrong. I'm thinking of that bamboo scaffolding fight that's happening outside of the building where you get a lot of smooth camera work and mm-hmm. yeah it's a little hard to tell because that, that is a night scene so you can hide some of the cg a little easier with that yeah. but you'll notice with some of those shots like you get swooping camera movement and when things look too smooth my mind automatically thinks oh that's digital oh yeah yeah but we have really sophisticated cranes and rigs now where you can have a camera doing really smooth stuff. Right. So your, your mind is fighting to figure out what's real <laughs> when you're getting distracted from, from that instead of looking at what's on screen. Right. Well, I mean, that's, that's the whole Marvel thing. It's clean. Marvel action movies are very clean. And I actually kind of don't like that. I like, I like the grittiness. I like that. It's everything you just said. And uh, again, that, that's what I'm, that's what I mean when I say Marvel movies or superhero movies in general. They just feel like they're you know throwing out a template, and that whole conspiracy theory that's they say they are like um, there is um, Disney will hire an indie director, which is basically the case with this movie. Uh, they just hire him, like blow him up to a higher status to film something like this. Um, and when it comes to the action, they're like, don't worry about the action. We got that, and they just like <laughs> turn it out out of a machine. Um, and that's how it feels, uh, you know. Like I'm sure because uh, the the uh, director of this movie, uh, what is his name? Uh, Destin Cretton. Destin Cretton. Yeah, I know he's a big martial arts fan, so like that. That's not uh, to discredit him at all. I'm sure he had a lot of control, or I hope he had a lot of control um, behind all these things. But it just feels like the final product is just like Disney meddling. Like no, you got to make it super clean, like the other movies. <laughs> <laughs> well, you, I think maybe something you're not taking into account is I'm sure if other action movie directors were given even more money in their budget, mm-hmm. they might smooth out some of their fights and action scenes as well, True. to a point where it might look like a Marvel movie. But we don't, yeah. you know. But we don't know those. Right. We that's all speculation. That is all speculation. I, I'm not trying to be hearsay, but that's just. Uh, the final product just feels like that kind of a uh, uh, result that I didn't really want. Um, yeah. But well, one, one thing to point out too is the second unit director uh, and stunt coordinator of this film is the late Brad Allen, famously uh, known for right. working uh, on the Jackie Chan stunt team. And uh, yeah, when you look at some of the movies he's worked on uh, in his Hollywood career, his stuff usually looks pretty polished too. So, you know, that could just be him being a perfectionist and and wanting it to be smooth and not, you know, not rough around the edges. Sure, sure. I I mean, I'm sure they brought it in to get some sort of that Jackie Chan-esque style of of comedy, like comedy fighting, which we do get semblances of throughout the film. I... I don't know. I mean, again, this is the late Brad Brad Allen. Like, rest in peace. Like, he... I think this is a... A pretty good send-off for him um and uh, like in terms of the actual choreography uh, it's it's not so much a choreography itself that i have a problem with it just uh, I, th- I think it's everything around that um because when you see the behind the scenes uh, some of which i've i've watched uh, it's actually really impressive uh i was watching michelle yo training behind the scene um 
I don't know if that's a spoiler. Michelle Yeoh's in the movie. I just oh, no, of... she's she's in the advertisement. So that's oh, okay. Not a spoiler. All right, that's not a spoiler. I don't watch trailers. So uh, uh, when she's uh, performing and everything, I was like, wow, that's it's it looks great behind the scenes. But then you know, postings obviously change. Um, uh, but that's that's not surprising at all. Yeah, you know, everyone has to go through their own round of um, rehearsal and everything. Yeah, and she is also an older actress. Even though I'm sure she's fully capable, uh, you know, maybe for some of the more difficult things. And actually, I can kind of confirm because I could clearly see that she had the face digital swap in uh, in her fight with uh, Samu later on in the movie. Well, let's let's talk about some of the uh, like we obviously talked extensively about the action. I want to talk about like some themes, maybe Uh, you talked about the the family. You maybe want to get into the story a little bit. Uh, yeah, just just a little bit. I mean, I'd rather. I mean, let's not keep this all that long, and also, um, let's not go into spoiler territory. Just really briefly, Zero, you're a Marvel fan, right? You tell the story. <laughs> oh God, uh, fuck. What's this movie about? This movie is about Shang Chi. Done. Shang Chi. <laughs> and... He has a jade necklace that people try to steal from him and yeah. oh man i'm like i i can't even think of the story uh, well uh, let, let's talk about it in broad strokes uh tony leong is his father um, yes tony leong is the best part of the movie in my opinion his performance is really good i didn't know he could speak so much english because every movie i've ever seen him in he's always speaking cantonese and this movie he's speaking neither Oh, and that's one thing I want to talk about before I continue with the story is that in terms of Asian representation, I'm very happy that they chose Chinese. They actually speak Chinese primarily throughout the movie. Uh, there's too many movies out there where it's like, meanwhile, ancient China and everyone's speaking English. I'm like, what the, what the fuck? Yeah, I'm looking at you, that, my man in the iron fist. Right, right. Yes, they are speaking Mandarin, I believe, throughout yeah much of the movie and i think a lot of people were taken aback when the opening narration is subtitled because the narrator is speaking in mandarin yeah yeah right well i'm glad they did that but anyways uh so tony long is uh bring he brings back home his two estranged kids one of them simu lu who is shang chi the uh the main character uh shang chi had brings along his sidekick i guess aquafina <laughs> and um they're basically they are trying to find a way to bring back their mother and then everything after that i mean it doesn't it's not exactly that story but it's kind of similar to that right and then the that, rest is like dives and you dive into the movie a little bit yeah deeper. you kind of just told the whole story without spoiling in like it. a very yeah without spoiling it but in a very very simple way yes you're correct yeah. um tony leung he he has these 10 magical rings that wield him extraordinary power, pretty much uh, superpowers. Uh, he is kind of immortal, I think. And yeah. what ends up happening is their wife, uh, his wife and their mother dies because of circumstances that where we find out during the movie. And he believes that his wife is actually still alive. She's hidden somewhere and the jade necklace that the wife gave to uh, Shang-Chi and the sister, uh, Shi Lang, 
contains the, I guess, kind of like a map power, to, yeah. yeah, to how they can go find the mother. Right, right. I think I, we should stop there. Uh, yeah, then no, that's fine. Yeah, we don't, we don't have to go. We don't have to go too sure. deep into <clears throat> the specifics. But um, yeah, like I said, uh, I think what makes this movie work for me is that I like the character stuff and I like the family drama before all the superhero shenanigans and before yeah. the ridiculous amount of CGI that kind of gets shoved in at the very end. Uh, when the characters, you know, ultimately have to fight at the end, uh, you know, it's no surprise. Uh, Shang-Chi needs to fight his dad, who is portrayed as the villain the whole right. time. It is satisfying, at least for me, because I understand the, you know, the wedge that happened between them and all these things that are going on. And he doesn't want to see his father as this bad person, despite the fact he kind of is. But, you know, there's that there's that internal struggle. Like, you know, does he have to kill his father? Like, what what does he have to do in this situation? Yeah, yeah. No, that the story stuff or the the character drama behind between the um, the th- character relations between the characters uh, are definitely the driving point behind the movie. Um, I felt the length of the film. Did you? I, it, I really did feel the, the over <laughs> two hour, two hour and twelve minute mark. So uh, I think it definitely could have been cut down. Yeah. So I was gonna say, I was very surprised because. The movie had me for a long time where I didn't feel the length. The pacing was really, really good. And there's a point where they finally go to meet, you know, Tony Leung's character. They all meet up. They all kind of come together. And we meet a character in jail. And he starts talking with this magical CGI monster. And the movie grinds to a halt. (laughs) Like everything just, I was like, oh my God. Yep. Where yep, are we now? That's, that's that is when I started feeling the length. Everything before that, I was actually I was like, okay, okay, where are we going? Where are we going? Where are we going? And then from there, that character ties yeah. into like another Marvel movie, uh, so I get well, it. But once he came in, I was like, oh no, how much more movie is there? <laughs> oh, that's that's a that's a Marvel trope. You need to tie it in with this whole universe, and there needs to be references here and there. Some of which I can kind of kind of just breezes by other times i'm like oh that's a kind of a kind of wish this wasn't in the movie at all um but whatever that's a minor complaint of mine i mean uh, these are marvel movies of course they're gonna happen yeah. uh yeah uh d- speaking of things that grind to a halt uh i mean the movie is consistently a martial arts film uh has martial arts fighting in it they're not amazing they're pretty good they're substan they're substandard to standard level martial arts uh marvel uh action fights uh but then there comes to a point where uh, literally martial arts stops happening and it just becomes this flat out action movie, like uh, yeah, a Marvel it, action movie. Right, right. It, I it don't want to say what it is. It kind of has to. Yeah. Um, I mean, if you remember the end of Black Panther, where it became <laughs> just a CGI fight between warring clans and CGI monsters, like... Yep where that movie was really interesting because yeah. of the politics and, and the family drama and, and all that stuff going on. But then you have to sh- shove in CGI rhinos with battle yeah. armor. That's kind of where this <laughs> yeah. movie lies too. You, it's a Marvel movie. It's a superhero movie. You can't go away from that, unfortunately. That's true. But it's there. So just be prepared for the big CGI spectacle at the end. 
Yeah. Uh, I wasn't the biggest fan of it, but hey, whatever. It's it's all good. Uh, I mean, that that comes with the territory. I kind of checked out as soon as it happened. Like, all right, it stopped being a martial arts movie. It's a CGI mess times 100. <laughs> it's just a whole <laughs> bunch of monsters fighting on screen. Um but that's fine. Uh, I think that the there are some highlights in the movie. Obviously, we don't have it on on front of us, so we don't remember all of them. But I think that some of the move, the fights are pretty good. Uh, the character stuff between Tony Leung and Simu Liu are pretty good. Tony Leung is just great in the film. I, I love his performance. Um, and that's basically it. Like I don't have much else to say if, about it from a very broad strokes standpoint. Zero. What are your thoughts? Yeah, uh, like I mentioned before, I I liked it. Uh, I'm I'm kind of getting a little fatigued when it comes to martial arts movies, but martial arts or move or, uh, or sorry, Marvel. Marvel. Jesus, movies, are we me, stopping me. the podcast? <laughs> <laughs> yes, excuse me. I'm getting a little fatigued with Marvel movies and the superhero movies, but I thought this was this was in the right direction for reinvigorating the franchise because. Man, like this, this did extremely well over the weekend. Um, I, <laughs> I was thinking that when I went to the movies, it was all Asian people, <laughs> nothing <laughs> but course. Asian people. Of course. And I was cynically thinking, did all the Asians in America just band together to go and see this to boost up? the box office this maybe not even wanting to just like no we got to support each other we gotta you know we gotta you know get this movie up there to number one um probably i mean i'm the closest to a negative uh review for this i don't even dislike it i thought it's just okay and i'm i can raise hell i'm gonna get so much backlash from the chinese the asian community in general that's fine (laughs) that's fine i mean i'll 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 add some fire to that I'm not the biggest Tony Leung fan. I really? Thought he was, okay. Yeah, I've only, I, oh. but I've, I haven't seen many of his movies. So uh, there you go. Okay. I thought he was just fine. <laughs> yeah. See, now I'm gonna have. <laughs> you're gonna get backlash from me. Yeah, yeah. I liked him in. I liked him in his Wong Kar Wai movies. But, yeah, there you go. That's what it was. Yeah. Yeah, but for this, it could have been anybody else. Uh, you know, I thought he was good though. You know, his English was very very awesome i was just surprised because uh i've been seeing some i guess some other oh i i'm thinking of uh i'm thinking of other movies where we had uh oh i'm thinking of forbidden kingdom where jackie chan had to give a long bout of exposition oh, and we were just like oh man like he is not the right person for this this was he was fine he was fine here yeah tony the young gives a huge bout of exposition. He gives an exposition drop like two thirds into the movie, and surprisingly, I was I was still fine with it. I was like, okay, yeah. good. I was like, yeah. good. I understand everything you're saying. The movie's still going along, so perfectly happy with it. Okay. Uh, so yeah, that's our general review. Uh, we don't want to go any further into it because uh, we don't want to spoil it for you. Go check it out. Um, I don't love it. But you should still go check it out. That's my that's my recommendation. <laughs>